Okay, praise the Lord. <clears throat> We're going to start here. Uh, let's go in the book of Hebrews here. Uh, notice in verse 14. You know, actually, if you scroll up just a little bit, this is the word is sharper than a two-edged sword. That's the verse right above it. You know, you can see this. Uh, let me just show you that. In chapter, Hebrews 4, for the word of God's quick and powerful. Okay. Anyway, but anyway, it goes on. It says, seeing that we have a great high priest. Notice this. Notice it didn't say we did. It says we have a great high priest passed into the heavens. Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast to our profession. Now, one thing we always like, we're, sometimes we go, what's he doing? Well, remember, we, are, we know a couple of things. He's gone to prepare a place for us. And it's going to be, I have not seen nor ear heard. So he's doing that, okay. The other thing is he's our high priest, so he's not up there doing nothing. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, but he's, it, this is what's interesting. Nothing is true. He's not doing nothing if we're not asking him to. You know, you've got to go petition the president if you want to go have uh, some time with him and go talk. To, you've got to go do that. So it's like waiting for him is ridiculous. Uh, oh, oh. See, notice, look at verse 16. It doesn't happen by itself. Let us, therefore, come boldly. To the throne of grace. Can you think about you and other people that uh, at times are like, well, we're not bold. We're not. That's right. That's because we just we just think that we're not welcome in there or God's busy or I, God wants me or, or we fall for this bag of garbage. The problems in my life. The Lord is working. He's not. He's not. He's not. He's not. Everybody thinks they're Joseph, you know. You know, Joseph, what God meant for what and what you meant for bad, God meant for good and all this kind of that's baloney, 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 you know. Hmm. And even when they try to say Job, well, Job, go back and read Job. I mean, <laughs> Satan came and said, yeah, that guy loves you because you're nice to him. And God said, well, I'll tell you what, that's not true. He said he's in your power. He didn't say I'm going to take everything away. He just told Satan that he's in your power. And Job still never turned his back on the Lord, although he still started whining and stuff. And then it all straightened out at the end. But anyway, to sit there and just say we don't do anything, the Lord's taking care of it all, is baloney. Why would I need a high priest if, if I just, that's where we've fallen forward in America. We think, well, I'll pay the preacher. And that's where they have that joke. It hadn't rained in a long time. Well, we ain't been paying the preacher. <laughs> you pray. You don't have to pay the preacher. God. But that's the jokes we hear. And you'll hear it on Western shows, you know, old Western black and white movies when they'll, it's Little House on the Prairie, if you ask me. It's all backwards theology. It's just stuff that, it's not even this, you know. Yeah, it is. I mean, Little House on the Prairie, I used to call it Little Tearjerker on the Prairie. And, and it's true today. A lot of Christianity, I mean, I just went to a retreat, and some of these retreats, some of the stories were, <laughs> you know, and, and basically somebody died, and they got closer to God. That's not the story of Jesus. Somebody was resurrected, and they got closer to Jesus. I mean, they died. They, one guy fell out of a window in the book of Acts, three stories up, and he was dead. Paul went down there, grabbed him, and prayed for him. You know, he said his life is still in him, and bo that boy came to again. woman named Dorcas, what a name. Reckon she was called Dork when she was little. <laughs> hey, Dork. You know? Her name was Dorcas, you know. And she died. And they told Peter about it. What for? To make funeral arrangements? No. He went up there and he did exactly what Jesus did to that little girl. He said, Talitha Kuma, uh, you know, I say unto thee, arise. And she came back. And if you go back and think, because you, remember, you're a student of the Bible. You're a student of what Jesus said. Jesus commissioned his 12 disciples in Matthew chapter 10. And he said, um, you know, uh, he said, um, uh, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead. I mean, come on, read. You go, he did say raise the dead. Oh, no, only Jesus can do that. Well, how are you going to cleanse the lepers? Only Jesus can do that, too. But he gave them power. He gave them authority. And you can read that for yourself. Okay, now back to this. So words mean something. Look at this. Let us come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy. Look at this. And find grace to help in time of need. Now, that's written to Christians already. 
So apparently we have troubles uh, uh, up and down. Uh, you know, I do. I'll give you one from me. I mean, I found out Thursday they informed me that, Richard, we're not going to pick you up on the new contract. That was another company. But now the government people I work for are having a fit over that. And uh, so it's almost like my last day is Monday week. And uh, praise the Lord. You don't think that rocks your boat. I'm like, oh. But I'm not going to sit there and whine about it. I've got to remember this. So I'm, I, uh, notice it didn't say that you might. No, it says that we may obtain mercy and grace and find help in time of need. Okay, now let's go back to what this was. We have a great high priest passed into the heavens. Now, I want to go back to um, the uh, a latter chapter here in the uh, book of Hebrews. Let me get back over here. Okay, it's the... Uh, I want to go to the 10th chapter here. Oh, chapters 9 and 10 talk about what we're going to look at in the Old Testament when God told them how to design this, this tabernacle down here on earth. Uh, let's see. Let's go to the 10th chapter. And let's go down here to, let's see. Oh, uh, Notice, I'm just jumping in the middle of it, but verse 10. But By the which we are sanctified through the body of Jesus Christ once for all. Let me switch this to the... Uh, to the Living Bible. Always save some time instead of having to do all the explaining and everything. Uh, okay, here we go. Back to Hebrews 10, and let's go back to, oh, uh, uh, look at verse 11. Under the old agreement, that's, the, that's Moses, the Old Testament, what we're going to look at, the book of Exodus, Deuteronomy, Numbers, all that stuff. The priest stood before the altar. Notice this, day by day. Now, that's so important. Day by day, you had a daily sacrifice for your sins. All this, I'm holy, I never made a mistake. And then when you blow it, you go, God's not going to love me anymore. There was always blood everywhere for your mistakes. Calm down. You could, remember, you were already tattooed with Adam and his failure, his sin, that, that already had you shuffled to go to hell anyway. Death, whatever. Not that you were going to die. Dying's not the end of it. Otherwise, when we die, we'll just go to heaven. No, when you die, you're going to be incarcerated forever, but not anymore. Not anymore. Okay, so death is not just it. But see, in, in our world, and our sciences that some people teach, but it's not true, we know from the scriptures, it, that's the reason some people go, well, I believe you're dead, you just dead. No, you're not dead either. Man, when you're dead, you live on. Just where are you going to be, you know? Anyway, under the old agreement, priests stood before the altar after the day, day after day, offering sacrifices. Look at this. That could never take away sins. However, in the Old Testament, it was still, you can get into talking about atonement, but it doesn't matter. It still covered you. You were okay. That lamb worked for you. God was holding off that sin that belonged to you because of that lamb. And of course, Jesus is our lamb today, so you see how it works. But Christ gave himself for our sins. Look at this. One sacrifice for all time. And then he sat down. Now think about this. Those other priests were moving around all the time. Jesus is sitting down. He did it. Wow. Let's see what else he says. And he's sitting at the right hand of the highest honor, waiting for his enemies to be laid at his feet. In other words, he's tapping his foot going, what are you going to do about this? You know, what are you going to do about it? He has given us the keys of the kingdom. Matthew, what, 16 says? He said it again in chapter 18. Okay, waiting for his enemies to be made his, under, uh, laid under his feet. For by one offering, look at that, he hath, look at that, he hath forever, uh, excuse me, for by that one offering he made forever perfect in the sight of God all those whom he is making holy. Notice, he's making holy. You're not going to do it on yourself. Well, I quit smoking. I quit drinking. It's so funny. Those things were not on the list to begin with. The inference when Noah got off the ark was... He got drunk as often as he wanted to. Whoopee. Nothing wrong with that. Just 
better watch it if you get behind a wheel of a camel or something and run into somebody, hurt somebody. <laughs> That's what you want to do. Do it. That's not the sins of the heart. Some people go, I'm, I've never killed anybody. <laughs> Bible says if you don't love somebody, you're a murderer. Well, I don't believe that. I, I love my friends. Jesus said, what, what good is that if you love your enemies? I mean, if you love those that love you, your enemies do that. You have to get out of your comfort zone and go, I love this person that I really don't want to love. You know, Reach out because God causes the rain to fall on the good and the, uh, and the unjust, whatever, the good and the not good. Anyway, and he says, be like the Lord. And remember, that all of the Bible is wrapped up in one thing. Love your neighbor as yourself. Can't wait to take care of myself today. Can't wait to take care of myself. I don't have time for anybody else. Oh, my God. What am I doing? Am I the only one God created? So you've got to realize, why am I here? Okay. Gavin needs some jumper cables, you know. Okay. Help him. Fantastic. And guess what? Your world will be fine. Yeah, but I'm late. I'm late. I'm late. Put God first. I'll tell you what. It's, it's just amazing how the Lord takes care of everything that belongs to you. Anyway. So anyway. And the Holy Spirit testifies that this, that he said, what did he say? Now he's talking about the scriptures here, but, uh, uh, this story. This is the agreement I will make with the people of Israel, though they broke the first agreement. I'll write my laws in their minds and they'll obey them. Okay, let's keep going a little bit more further. Now, when, he, when sins have been forgiven and forgotten, there's no, longer, there's no need for any more sacrifices to get rid of them. So, dear brothers, we may, look at this, we may walk right into the very holies of holies. Now, this place was, you, you didn't go in there without the high priest. Where God is because of, look at that, how good you are? No, the blood of Jesus. This is a fresh and new life-giving way that Christ opened us for us by tearing the curtain. That was this veil that you couldn't see behind here, the Holy of Holies. Okay, look at this. And here we go. And since this great high priest of ours rules over our household, let's go right into God himself with true hearts, fully trusting him to receive us because we have been sprinkled with Christ's blood and to make us clean and, and because our bodies have been washed in pure water. Wow. So this, this changes the whole story. He's on my side. I'm not listening to any preacher, especially on the way home. You turn on the, on the radio and you go, hey, this guy sounds good. And all of a sudden he starts telling you, Basically, God's upset with you, and if you're doing it, he gives you a list. That was one of the things I enjoyed doing with, in, on the Emmaus thing. I was not going to give these kids a list. They want that. Well, tell, tell me what's wrong. I said, I'm not going to tell you what's wrong. Why give you a list? Because then you'll go, well, I'm not doing that. Or if you say, well, I am doing that, then you'll think, well, I guess God don't like me, whatever. There's no list, okay? Check your heart. <clears throat> That's what you check. Okay. So, apparently... This stuff here, and I was looking for another scripture here. Just trust me, it's right there. The, in chapters 9 or 8, the Lord had said, see that you design this thing the way I have said so. Some people go, well, Moses was, well, no, Moses had nothing to do with it. Moses didn't want to go to Pharaoh. Everything Moses did was not because he, was, he got an A plus or he had a master's degree in something. No. <laughs> you know, he said he stuttered. and he, I don't want to go home. God said, listen, I will take care of you when you go to Pharaoh. And that was the top dog guy in the country. I'll help you speak, you know. And boy, about the third time Moses was in there and all them plagues were taking place, Moses finally told Aaron, hey, look, give me that rod. I'll take it from here. Moses, man, he, he right in the middle of Pharaoh, you read it in the, your own scriptures. It's, it, it all happened before the 10th chapter. He stomped out of there mad at Pharaoh. And Pharaoh was mad at him one time. He said, don't you ever come back in here. And Moses turned around and says, you'll never see me again. And that's right before the death angel came in there. It was fantastic stories. <clears throat> And God was on Moses' side the whole time and says, wait till you see what I'm going to do to Pharaoh. You're going to have stories you can tell your grandchildren. 
So if you can't, if you think about it, if you can't name those 10 plagues, those 10 things that happen, water turned to Nile, frogs, lice, frogs, plague that killed all the cattle, bulls, and whatever. You need to brush up on those. That's good stuff to know because the Lord said, the Lord said, I'll do that for you. And he also said, I'll keep that off of you. But see, we, we, we've fallen for this documentary on TV for the Jewish nation and all this. We, and we think we can Google it. Don't you dare Google about the Bible. If you look for reference, maybe. But then you've got to believe that. But I'm just saying, to see whether or not these things are so. It is so, praise the Lord. Okay, so let's go back over here and let's watch what happens over here. Let's go to Exodus. Uh, yeah, I want to go to Exodus. And I want to go to, let's just hop here. Oh, I want to go to, um, and Exodus means they, that it's, it's they exited, they got away from, uh, they got away from uh, Pharaoh. Remember the last thing they did was, it was, you thought it was all over with, and uh, they got to the Red Sea, and they all thought, we're going to get killed, and Moses said, no, 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 uh-uh, watch what happens. The, the, earth, the, the water was opened up, and they went through on dry ground, and then the, uh, those, uh, Pharaoh tried to come through. And the waters came back down. I tell you what, God's really incriminating himself with all these miracles if they're fake. But, but we know better. Okay, okay, here we go. So notice the chapter 28. These were the clothes that God said design for, for Aaron. This was the earthly high priest, okay? He said, consecrate, and we know what that means. That means set apart. Aaron and your brother, uh, Aaron your brother and his sons, Nadab, Abihu, just Bill, Bob, Steve, whatever, doesn't matter, okay. To be priest to minister to me. Make special clothes for Aaron. Now, let's, let's think why we have this in our Bible. Let's think. So let's watch. See, what can I get out of this? Well, first we know Jesus is really our high priest. And notice what to Make special clothes for Aaron to indicate his separation to God. Beautiful garments that will lend dignity to his work. Now, see, this all this garbage, poverty bounds. I don't know if you, if you, right now, who is it? Olstein. Olstein and somebody else. This is good about Olstein. I, I, I saw this. Every time I was trying to watch some news stuff, it was always at the bottom of it. It said, 10 richest preachers. I thought, well, praise the Lord. I'm glad they're saying it. I'm glad it makes them mad. The beauty here is amazing. The candlestick here that they had in the, in the sanctuary here, God said in the previous chapter, unless we hit it here, I don't think it's right, it was 105 pounds of pure gold just for the candlestick. You know, anyway, he said, make them beautiful clothes. Uh, that will lend dignity to his work. Instruct those whom I'm given special skills as tailors. Did, did you see that? I have given them special skills. Boy, if you're worried about your career and your everything, whatever, just trust Jesus and ask him to give you the skills. Ask him to help you. You'll be the wisest. You'll be the smartest. God will use you. And in front of great people, even though you try to tell them it's Jesus, they'll go, yeah, <laughs> it's you. Well, just accept it. That's fine. But you just give the praise where it goes. But always remember, he will do this. Okay. Uh, so that they can manage to this will be This is a wardrobe they shall make. Notice this. A chess piece and then like a choir robe. It's an ephod, whatever. Don't let that throw you. What's an ephod? You know. it's just, well, let's look at the note here. Here's a note. Apparently some sort of sleeveless tunic. You might not know what a tunic is. It's, just a, it's like an apron. Reaching from the shoulders to below the knees. Okay, cool. Notice this, uh, a robe, an embroidered shirt, a turban, we know what that is, and a sash. Okay. Okay. Wow, he's all decked out. Notice this, they shall make special garments for Aaron's sons. So you have Aaron, and then you've got his sons. Now remember, you're probably already thinking, two of his sons got killed here a few chapters later. Yeah, they went in there and said, let's put some marijuana in these things. I bet the Lord liked that or something. It was just some sort of incense that wasn't what the Lord said to use. 
and it cost them their life. Well, God's just been out of shape. No, this was a copy of the holies of holies in heaven. And they went in there thinking, I remember the Egyptians, God thought this was cool. And it cost them their life. Their bodies were just like charred. It was just like charcoal, Kingsford, man. I mean, it was... And they had to get... And Moses was mad. Now, that's his nephews. And he was mad at Aaron uh, and he was mad at everybody because they didn't obey the Lord. The Lord didn't say, well, I, I, I think you ought to do this. No. It was important. You had to do it a certain way. Okay. So anyway, here's these fancy clothes. Gold, purple, scarlet, LSU colors or something, whatever. Consists of two pieces, front and back, joined at the shoulder. The sash, sash shall be made of the same material. Look at this. Threads of gold. So don't worry about your jewelry. If you got gold, thank God for it. You ought to have more. Praise the Lord. Purple, a blue, purple, scarlet, fine twined linen. Take Now watch this. Take two onyx stones. They were apparently, now this is going to be on him, so don't think they're going to be boulders because he can't walk around. <laughs> okay, there are two big stones, onyx stones. You know what those are, black looking. Engrave on them, look at this, the names of the tribes of Israel. Now remember, you're in on the tribes of Israel. If you be Christ, you're Abraham's seed. So we don't even need a Bible if we're reading stuff that's not ours. Remember, God promised, just in short, you'll see this yourself, uh, <clears throat> The, the Lord told Abraham, you know, that in you, Abraham, shall all nations be blessed. Okay, so anyway, so, but this is what's cool. So think about this. Put on these two stones. I already know how it's built. There was two stones. There's six on one side. Here we go. Six on each stone, so that all the tribes named in order their births. Now, when engraving these stones, now, now remember, let me point to Jesus here. Jesus is your high priest. Remember that? He's got clothes like this on. Now, these names are there for a reason, and we're fixing to see. So guess what? He's before the Heavenly Father all the time. And every time God sees Jesus, Jesus is wearing this garment and your name's on it. Oh, man. Okay. Engrave these names using the same technique, making seals. Uh, of course, put them in the, in the name of their order of their births. Okay. Mount the stones in gold setting. Fasten two stones upon the shoulder of the ephah as memorial stones to the, for the people of Israel. Notice that's memorial for the people of Israel. You're going to see in these stories about the high priest, that the way it was supposed to be, every time it was to remind the Lord, remind the Lord. Jesus is in front of God for you. He's reminding the Lord about you and his blood all the time. Go ahead and give Laura what she asked for. Go ahead and give Patrick what he asked for. Go ahead and give Dustin and Max and Gavin and Bob. Praise the Lord. Anyway, fasten these on the shoulders as memorial stones. Look at this. Aaron will carry their names. What? Before the Lord as a constant reminder. Reminder for what? Bless him. Bless him. And it's not, remember, oh, bless you. No, it was no enemy could get you. Every time you go to battle, beat the crap out of them. Every time you're raising dogs, your dogs will never lose one. Remember, uh, if you have kids, you're not going to have any miscarriages. Oh, we miss that in America. We just think, well, I'm going to a fertility thing over here, and we'll have trouble, and we'll fix this. And we're, Yeah, right. Yeah, go right ahead. But the truth is, the Bible says, this is covered, but we are, we're so full of unbelief. Te churches are not teaching this. You know, the more you read this, you know, Dustin, the more you'll figure out all Jesus did was just act like the Bible was true. That's the reason people are getting healed. Amazing. Jesus just acted. If you think about it, Elisha was doing the same thing. Oh, my son's sick. Oh, he died. What did Elisha do? Raised him from the dead. Wow. So much power in Elisha's bones when he died. Elijah and Elisha. Remember they threw, running from the enemy one time. You read the story in the book of Kings or whatever. They dumped their buddy in the grave of Elijah. And as soon as the guy fell and hit the bones of Elijah, <laughs> he come too. <laughs> you know. He what? 
He came too. He came alive. Not Elijah. Elijah was already passed on. Uh, Elijah went up into heaven, but Elisha, his bones were, you know, were still in some sort of sepulchre or whatever. Okay. Uh, so he's going to have these names as a constant reminder of what? How God wants to beat the pulp out of you? Oh, please. Gosh. That's the reason we can't lose for winning here. Two chains of pure gold, twisted gold, shall be attached to, uh, to the clasp on the shoulder of the effort. Now, you think God wants, you, wants the high priest to have gold and everybody else? No. You can read this story later. When they got out of Egypt, everybody had gold. Because when they made that stupid calf that Aaron built, and matter of fact, Aaron's warming up right now. In chapter 32, God said, uh, the people have defiled themselves. Go down there. They're worshiping a cow. Oh. Aaron told everybody, give me a, give everybody, young and old, give me a gold earring. What are they doing with gold earrings? Well, if you remember, if you read the previous verse chapters in Exodus, they, they completely wiped out uh, Egypt's uh, of gold. I mean, they did. They just, it says they stripped them, whatever. I mean, it's because the people said, okay, just take it all. Man. Okay, let's get back to this. Then using the most careful craftsman, make a chess piece uh, to be used as God's oracle. Use the same gold, purple, scarlet, kinds of thread. Now remember, you're already, let's just say it was, it was too, like, general. Had a general here and a general here. Your names are on these shoulders. I don't know how it was. You can Google this and probably see somebody draw it. Okay. Now he says, uh, this chess piece will be made of two folds of cloth, forming a pouch, nine inches square. Okay. Attach four rows of stones. Well, here comes some stone. Well, around Huntsville, we'd just be using limestone. No, we got rubies, we got diamonds, we got, look at this. Emerald be the first row, second row, carbuncle, sapphire, and diamond. Look at this. Well, I guess, oh, I wish I could be a high priest. Oh, God, he gets everything. This is what's so cool. He's only in there for you. Anyway, all set and gold. Praise the Lord. Each stone will represent one of the tribes of Israel, and the name of that tribe will be engraved on it. Why? Because when he went in there, God saw you. When Jesus is in the throne room, which he always is, God sees you. He remembers all these names, all 12 of them, and your name's in there. Okay. The other end of the two cords attach uh, front uh, two set of onyx stones on the shoulder. Okay. Make two more gold rings. Place them on the lower inside. Okay. Uh, two gold rings at the bottom. Okay. The sash. Notice how pretty all this stuff is. Okay. Now attach at the bottom of the chest piece, uh, bottom rings of the effort to, by means of blue ribbons. This will prevent the chest piece from becoming loose. Okay. So it's really strapped on. Here we go. Look at this. In this way... Aaron shall carry the names of the tribes of Israel on his chest piece over his heart. It's God's oracle. When he goes into the holy place, look at this. Look at that. Let's hold it for a second. Thus, now Jehovah means God. That's the Lord. Jehovah will be reminded of them continually. When you start reading the book of Exodus, before even Moses gets called, you'll see a scripture that the Lord will say, the Lord remembered his covenant. Praise the Lord. Anyway, inside the pocket, some sort of dice thing. They call it the Urim and Thummim, whatever. He said, uh, uh, in the pocket there, put the Urim and Thummim to be carried over Aaron's heart as he goes before the Lord. Here's the note right there. They actually say, it, they sort of lost this in antiquity. We don't exactly know what that means. It's probably two stones um, located in the breastplate of the high priest. They were marked, and they were used some way to determine yes or no on some answers from the Lord. Okay. 
It was to be carried over Aaron's heart when he goes in before the Lord. Thus Aaron will always be carrying the oracle over his heart when he goes before the Lord. The effort shall be made of blue cloth with an opening over, uh, for Aaron's head. It shall be wo- a woven band around the opening just as the neck of coat of mail so that it won't fray. Uh, the bottom of the effort shall be embroidered with purple and all this. Notice all this fancy. Why, 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 why? Well, again, we're going before somebody who made all of creation. I mean, God's the biggest liar if he didn't create everything because the Bible keeps saying over and over and over again. Even that psalm I was telling you, this was Psalm, uh, it was Psalm 104. You know, God who made the heavens and the earth. Liar, you didn't make it. It was a big bang. <laughs> it was a big bang, all right, but it wasn't, it was God's big bang. You know? and he actually, he didn't use a big bang. He was a big light switch first. <laughs> Let there be light. And what's so funny was the light was around, guess what? See, we think it's all out here. At sea because we, we're wrong. The focus is you and I. God created right here. And he said, let the waters in, in the day two, let the waters be separated above and below. It was right here. Nothing out here yet. That wasn't done until chapter, I mean, until day four. And then let the dry land appear. Uh, day three, and it formed seas and whatever. Then day four. Oh, and the plants were growing on day three. Then day four, greater light, lesser light. It's all right here. And what's so funny is the more you think about God, the more you understand and you can't get away from it in your heart. You go, he had to. Why am I a thinking, reasoning person? And my golden retriever doesn't walk up and go, hey, have you ever thought about God? You know, <laughs> Your dog knows nothing. A cow knows nothing. And it hurts your heart to think that you're just scum, like they try to teach you. Well, we're just bacteria. We're not bacteria. They already have a, everything that's ever been found in the fossil record is still around. It's still around. Oh, you may not be able to find a T-Rex, but I'm just saying the plants and stuff, same plants. They tried to say this one pine, oh, it's prehistoric. Nah, it's in Australia, and it's still here. Ferns are still the ferns. What's funny is the bacteria that they do have, they found in amber, you know, just look these things up, it's easy to find, you know. That bacteria is the same bacteria, it didn't migrate, whatever you call it, it didn't evolve. Mm-mm. DNA will kill them, really, in fact, the DNA story, D- DNA is so wonderful because the DNA, you, you, can only, you can't add more knowledge. You can lose knowledge. In other words, like you're a descendant of so-and-so, let's say you're a descendant of Laura, you don't have red hair, whatever, and all this kind of, you're not going to add, there's no way to get pink hair in there. It has to be in that pattern, it was not in there. So guess what happens with the monkeys and us? See, you can't, you can't gain knowledge. You can lose knowledge, but you can't gain. Anyway, all these stuff, it's the evolutionists are about to lose their mind. But they try to tell us, just like they do on the news, that they're the kings, they're, the science is on their side. No, it's not. Worldwide flood. <clears throat> okay, back to this. Never make a plate of gold. No, see, next, make a plate of gold, engrave on it, just as you would the, upon the seal, consecrated to Jehovah. Now, this is the top of Aaron's head. Now, remember, is he in there for himself? No, he's for you. This plate is to be attached by means of blue ribbon in the front of Aaron's turban. In this way, he'll be wearing it on his forehead and thus bear the guilt. Look at this. Look at this. Wait, I thought we were all perfect churchgoers here. We're just perfect. God loves perfect people. We're not perfect. Look at this. The whole setup was because we have failure. Thus he will bear the guilt connecting, look at this, any errors regarding the offerings of the people to Israel. And it will be warned when he goes into the presence of the Lord so that the people will be accepted and forgiven. Hello, Jesus. 
We've Aaron's embroidered shirt from fine twined linen using checkerboard pattern. Make the turban too of this linen. Make him embroidered sash. Now we're going to run out of time here, but guess what? In just a minute, this is all going to be a bloody mess because he's going to be sprinkled. Well, you just ruined my outfit, <laughs> you know, but it's to represent our right to be in there because somebody died. Max didn't have to die. I didn't have to die. Somebody died for us. That lamb, that, uh, that uh, ram or whatever. Anyway, then Aaron's son make robes and sashes for these guys too. Clothe Aaron and his sons with these garments. Dedicate these men to their ministries, anointing their heads with olive oil, sanctifying them. Okay, okay. Uh, make, uh, make linen undershorts for them to be worn beneath their robes next to their body, reaching to the knees, hips and knees. These are to be worn whenever Aaron and his sons go into the tabernacle uh, or to the altar of the holy place. Look at that. Lest they be guilty and die. Wow. Remember the story Jesus told about the wedding feast? And all of a sudden one guy got in and he said, hey, how come you don't have a wedding garment on? You don't have a wedding, whatever it is, it was clothing. And he was speechless, the guy, the guy said. And so, you know, the Lord talked about that, that parable. And he said, throw that guy out. He didn't have a garment on. What's all that about? He said, be cast out where there's gnashing of teeth and whatever. Well, where am I going to get these garments? Well, look, these are hand designed, praise the Lord. Jesus is representing you. Let's see how far we can get here in just a moment. Here. I'm going to go along. Okay, uh, in chapter 29 here. Let me check my time here. Uh, yeah, two minutes. Okay, let's just stop. But watch this. Uh, this is the dedication for the Aaron and his sons. Get a young bull, two rams, no defects. Remember, this is connected to that previous chapter. There was no marker saying, hey, let's break here for an hour and come back. No, same story. Uh, get, these two, get a young bull, two rams. What are they going to do? Let's go. They're going to sacrifice these guys. Okay, these things. Bread without yeast, thin sheets of, of sweet mingled with oil, whatever it is, bread, and unleavened wafers. And, okay, pour them. Various kinds of bread shall be made from finely ground wheat. Place the bread in the basket and bring it to the entrance of the tabernacle along with the two rams. Well, what are they going to do with these rams? Well, they're going to kill them. Okay. Okay, then it says, now bathe Aaron and his sons at the entrance. Okay. Oh. Uh, and put on them all that clothes. Okay, then take the anointing oil and pour it over his head. You could get oil on that outfit. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, this is next. Place the caps on their heads, and they'll be priests forever. Thus you and your, you and your, you, thus you shall consecrate Aaron and his sons. Then bring the young bull to the tabernacle. Aaron and his sons shall lay hands on his head, and you'll kill it before the Lord at the entrance. Now watch this. Why are we reading this? Why do we have the details? Watch. Place its blood on the horns of the altar, smearing it with your finger. It, the chapters before design, told you how the, the horn, it was a big, it was, it was uh, eight by eight. It's like two sheets of plywood. Is that how big it was? It's like a big, it's like a double hot tub. Huge. And that's where you offered, these guys offered your sacrifices. Okay. Anyway, and what's so funny is you didn't offer a sacrifice for nothing. Praise the Lord. God would bless you. It was just part of it. Take the blood, place the blood on the horns of the altar, smear it with your finger, pour the rest of it at the base. I mean, this was just a bloody mess. Oh, gosh. Take the fat that covers the inner parts. If you've been a deer hunter and all this stuff, you know, oh, God, you got this other. Okay. He said, burn them. So they threw that on the fire. Then take the body, the skin, and the dung, that's the poop, four-letter words, you know, outside the camp, and burn it. Look at that. Oh, look at that. As a sin offering. Oh, wait a minute. These are holy guys. They're not holy. The only reason they're holy is because God... Uh, Claimed that they were holy. God made them holy. Remember, it's Aaron and his sons. Teenagers. Oh, yeah, we teenagers are just perfect. Oh, yeah. And I wasn't. Wow. Okay, next. Next, uh, Aaron and his sons shall lay their hands on the head of one of the rams as it's killed. Golly. Look at this. Its blood shall be collected, sprinkled on the altar. Wow. 
cut the ram and wash the inside, the in, you know, the guts and the legs, place the... Uh, place them with the head uh, and the other pieces of the body and burn it all on the altar. This is a burnt offering. Look at this. Very pre- pleasant to him. Now, he didn't say, well, you know, you need to kill yourself. Why don't you just throw your son up there? No, 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 no. Take the other ram and Aaron, his son, shall lay their hands upon his head as it's killed. Collect the, blo- the blood. Place some of it upon the tip of the right ear of Aaron. Now, this is just ordination where there's ordination. So he's got blood on his ear. Wow. And upon the right thumbs of the big toe and the right feet, sprinkle the rest of it. You know, I mean, Dustin probably remembers when he killed his first deer. Those of you that know that, they'll, they'll take some of the blood and they'll smear it on you, whatever. So that's basically what's happening here. Scrape off some of the blood from the altar. Mix it with the anointing oil. Sprinkle it upon Aaron and his sons and upon their clothes. Now their clothes are all messed up. Boy, don't you know their mama be mad. No, we're not talking about mama here. We're talking about God who designed these clothes. So beautiful with the names here, the names here, the turban that said in remembrance of the Lord, whatever, or in remembrance of something. And uh, my chosen one or something like that and it was all about you being in there and you're covered with blood so here I am dad father God of course you're accepted praise the Lord anyway their clothes shall be sanctified to the Lord let's close this out here then they then take the fat of the ram all these extra stuff I think you go outside and burn them yeah oh they're surrounding them they're in the ordination uh, one loaf of bread take a cake of shortening bread one loaf anyway all this stuff place before the Lord. Place the hands of Aaron and his sons to wave them in a gesture to the Lord. That's, it's the same thing as, let's have a toast. And that's what they were doing. That's the reason I'm glad I, a student of the Bible here getting this stuff right. They, they would, you had your strong drink and you just, Lord, uh, I'm coming before you. I need your help today. And I'm taking a moment here to just say, I know you're there to help me. And then try to drink a little bit of that Jack Daniels. And buddy, you'd probably burn like fire, you know, whatever. But you'll know, you know. Oh, that the Lord's there with you. But anyway, okay. After taking their hands uh, and burn, uh, afterward, take them from their hands. This is a piece of meat. This was the breast. This was like the best piece of that ram. Uh, and burn it on the altar as a fragrant burnt offering. Take the breast, Aaron's ordination ram, and wave it before the Lord. It's kind of like, here it is, Lord. Here it is. Okay. Give the breast and the thigh of the consecration ram to Aaron and his sons. Now, they ate this. And this is always going to be theirs uh, from this time forward. These sacred garments shall be preserved. Look at this. From Now, this is the... From here to there, you know, of course we have Jesus, but watch this. This was not a one-time day and it was over with. Uh, take these; They'll be preserved for the consecration of his son who succeeds him. For, look at that, from generation to generation. Boy, we've chopped this thing up and said, well, God's one way one day, but he's not the same. Yes, he is. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Whoever is the next high priest shall wear these clothes for seven days before he begins ministering in the tabernacle. Take the ram, the ram used in ordination. I want to stop here. Boil its meat in the sacred place. Okay, Aaron and his sons eat the meat. Okay, they're going to eat this, just having like a dinner before the Lord. They alone shall eat this, used in their atonement. Okay, ordinary people shall not eat these. They're set apart for them. If any meat's left over, okay, you're supposed to burn it. Okay, then in this way, you're going to ordain Aaron and his sons. I'm getting down to a real important verse here. Oh, uh, yeah, he says afterward, uh, every, look at this, every day you shall sacrifice a young bull, look at this, as a sin offering for atonement. Well, wait a minute. Who did something wrong? <laughs> we always need a sin offering. I mean, can you, do you see the, I want you in my life here? The, uh, I meant to get all the way to 30. We're not doing it. We don't have way too much time to do it. Afterward, purge the altar by making atonement for it. Pour olive oil on it to sanctify it. Make atonement for the altar and consecrate it to God every day for seven days. Now, remember, in the New Testament, all this was done away with in Jesus. But the details show us why all this was so important. After this, the altar is going to be exceedingly holy. Whatever touches it is going to be separated apart from God. Hello, you and I, we come boldly to the throne. Here it is. 
Each day. It's the morning and evening sacrifice. As a matter of fact, this got the people all charged up after Nebuchadnezzar wiped them out. Nehemiah and who was it? Ezra. They got them all back. And Daniel, they all came back to Jerusalem. And they were trying to build that wall with a sword in their hand. The enemies were trying to kill them too. And, and they were like, okay, they would glance over there and they'd see the tabernacle. And they'd see it smoke over there. And they'd go, oh, it's morning sacrifice. Praise the Lord. Well, what do we know? We've got Jesus. We believe. That's it's so important to remember the blood of Jesus and know that Jesus died for you. So here we go. Finish this out. One of the morning and the other in the evening. With one of them, offer three quarts of finely ground flour mixed with two and a half quarts of oil, pressed olive leaves, and two and a half pints of, woo, of wine. Look at that. All right. As an offering, offer the other lamb in the evening. Wow. And, and uh, same as in the morning, a fragrant offering to the Lord, made to the Lord by fire. This shall be, look at this, a perpetual offering at the door of the tabernacle. Look at this, where I will meet with you. He's, and that was directed to Moses. And speak with you. Look at this. I will meet with the people of Israel there. Wow. And my tabernacle will be sanctified by my glory. Yes, I will sanctify the tabernacle, the altar, Aaron and his sons. Look at this. I will live among the people. That's us. And be their God. And I'll be there. And they'll know that I'm their Lord. And I brought them out. Basically, you say brought them out of slavery. Oh, out of Egypt so that, they, so that I could live among them. That's the end of it right there. Uh, I, Jehovah, am their God. We better stop right here. Father, we just thank you, Lord, for the things we got out of just looking at your word. So, Father, if today, if we're not feeling good, praise the Lord, you'll take care of that. Hallelujah. Who are you not to be able to heal somebody? Praise the Lord. Same thing's true financially. Even my situation. I'm not worried. Praise the Lord. All this gold going involved in the clothing and stuff like that, you'll take care of me. You'll take care of everybody else in here financially, whatever might, the need might be. Father, and if it's not anything that, and it's just, it's just something that would distract us, some sort of problem we're facing, praise the Lord, we see here that you're our God. So we come before you and we ask you to get us out of trouble, whatever it is. Lord, that doesn't leave anything left but for us to tell others how great you are and what you're doing in our life. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm glad. Yeah. Ready to go play one time? No. <laughs>